Welcome to Archie and Me, an Archie Comics podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Brandon. And today we are talking not about Archie, talk about the Jaguar. The Jaguar. Jag Jag Jaguar? Jaguar. Yeah. Like 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 how the Top Gear guys might say it. Jaguar. <laughs> it's a new one shot, superhero one shot. Is superhero, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh and uh, the story is by Carol Brown Ahmed. The art by is by Tango. Coloring by Ellie Wright and lettering by, guess who? It's Jack Morelli. Jack Morelli. And this is a one shot that is bringing a sort of classic, I would I'll say uh, legacy character from a classic character into the modern times. Is that right? <laughs> so I have a little bit of the history here. So the adventures of the Jaguar was a time when I think this is right when the comics code Mm -hmm. started coming in fact and superhero comics were becoming more popular than the horror and romance comics that were popular prior to that so this was around the 1960s 1961 to 1963 we had the original jaguar character ralph hardy mm -hmm. and the adventures of the jaguar which was archie comics uh superhero line they had like i think it was the fly and things mm -hmm. like that and he had a belt. I have to mention this part. So he had the belt, <laughs> kind of like in the story, mm -hmm. that would turn, you know, give him his powers. Mm -hmm. But when he found it, there's like the saying over the the wall that was like, you know, you must be this and that mm -hmm. to uh, use our powers. And my favorite part was that it said you have to love animals. Oh, it doesn't work if you don't love animals. Oh, so I thought you were gonna say like it said like you have to be a thirty four waist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to be the exact right waist for the uh, for the belt. You have to say that what the belt is called, right? It's called the Nucleon Belt. The Nucleon Belt. Which what, what does that have to do with animals? I'm not I'm not sure. So the Jaguar has gone through a few iterations. For example, in the early '90s, DC actually had the rights to really the, to the Red Circle Archie superheroes characters. Mm -hmm. Because even even the company wasn't called Archie; it was right. called something else, and then Archie Red Circle. But in the early 90s, DC had the rights to them, and there was a Jaguar called uh, Maria de Guzman. Mm -hmm. And in 2010, they were going to actually premiere a new Jaguar, but that was, apparently there was some weird rights issues, but that rights went back to Archie Comics. And in 2012, we actually get Yvette. And Yvette is the character that's actually in this issue. And in that storyline, she is also the mentee of the original mm -hmm. Jaguar. Yeah, that, uh, he the original sort of chooses her, right, specifically, is to carry on the mantle from that 2012 story. There'll be some spoilers for this issue, so make sure, if you want to read it, go go get it. Go get it from your local comic book yeah. shop. It's easy to get. I'm, I'm getting it. It's going to be right in my box when I show up at the comic book store. I'm driving to the store right now <laughs> while, I'm, while I'm recording this. Oh, no. Don't <laughs> no, you should not record podcasts while driving. I just want to start with the art in this issue because it is how many pages 20 some pages of amazing tango art the cartoon is so great it's so specific yeah it's like i feel like i'm gonna start to being able to recognize tango's art and mm -hmm. be like oh that's it i know that style i love it and the coloring too beautiful 
by Allie Wright. Such a great pairing. Yeah, and and we get a setting. I mean, obviously, you know, it's not Riverdale. It's you know, it's it's not it's it's not in any way connected to that. But I was just gonna say we get a setting that is really fun and unique to Archie Comics, which is we are in sort of the jungles of Peru and we get Northern kind of, Peru. Northern Peru. We get kind <laughs> of ancient temples and uh it's definitely got sort of a um you know, uh if you're into explorer stories or uh, you know, Challengers of the Unknown or Indiana Jones, things like that. It's got that kind of feel. Adventure lo- comics for adventure sure. Adventure comics, yeah. And I love the way Tango I mean I love the way Tango draws everything, but I, but Tango's really good at action too, and this issue definitely has action. We open up our story and we find out that these uh, poor cats have been attacked. The oh pa- I think it's Pompous cat. I I Archie, there was no trigger warning <laughs> for a, p- a poor little defenseless cat that was mangled <laughs> in this in this comic, and you didn't. Yeah, yeah I guess you warned people just <laughs> just now, but barely. We are cat people. We love them. Just this is bringing me back to the Archieverse Predator. Oh yeah. <laughs> so there are these cats that have been attacked, and this team of zoologists have been uh, gathered together to investigate the slings. Yeah, I mean, they think it was done by a bird. And Yvette is there, but she's actually um, a cat expert. A cat expert. I love it. So she's providing a little bit of a different, uh, different perspective. Both have, you know, claws, right? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, both have claws? People and no cats and birds. Oh, you know? <laughs> I see. <laughs> so we find Yvette on this bus with another zoologist. We have a very interesting moment where we get that. Her background is Peruvian, mm-hmm. but she is saying in this moment that she doesn't know Spanish. Right, right. She runs into uh, another zoologist, Samir, who is a bird expert. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he, of course, mentions, you know, dinosaurs and their, their connection to birds. I feel like I read another comic this week that made the same point. Was it Jurassic Park? It was not Jurassic The comic Park. <laughs> adaptation. <laughs> you know, that'd be pretty fun. <laughs> Are you... I'm sure they had. Come on, there's gotta be some Jurassic Park I'm comics sure, yeah. floating around there. Daniel Warren Johnson, Jurassic Park. Oh, Sorry. I love it. <laughs> he did write that the Jurassic League. I don't think he drew it, but he he wrote Jurassic League. Is that connected? I never heard of that. It's the DC. Wow, you're really up on your comics. Oh, dr- oh, oh, yeah, the DC. The yeah, DC. Where the, where all, yeah, where the Justice League are all dinosaurs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Oh gosh, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> I, that's one I would love if I saw it somewhere and it was a good deal. I'd be like, you know what? I'll pick that up. <laughs> so back to the, the Jaguar. The Jaguar. And it, they, they reach a um, very, very cool sort of temple door. And uh, it's revealed that it is the Jaguar's lair. And then they sort of get into the legend of the Jaguar, which is basically that a girl um, whose parents are slain gets the power of the jaguar as sort of a, uh, what would you say, sort of a... Um, uh, like the gods took pity on her. Yeah, I was going to say like reward, and I was like, no, it's not. that's the wrong word. They took pity on her. Yeah, yeah. So she wouldn't have to face that kind of cruelty. Right. Uh, the script says. And I love there's this transition page where we get what's going on presently in the story, and it fades into this flashback. I love that page transition in the art where we're going back to what has happened 
in Yvette's past. Yeah, we see her parents pass away, and then we also then see her meeting Ralph Hardy. So in this new issue, they're kind of bringing back that part of the 2012 origin for her. But they're just kind of doing it a little bit differently in this particular issue. So it's like it's playing off of that original origin, but it's creating something new here uh, for how she kind of gets in touch with the the essence of the jaguar. <laughs> the essence of the jaguar. Is that that sounds like a, a cologne? A, yeah, cologne <laughs> or perfume. I'd wear it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Archie, do you have, do you think there's ever been an Archie scent? I'm sure there has been Archie. Ooh, would perfume. it be just like gym socks and uh, I don't know, baseball gloves? <laughs> That's what the smells are. <laughs> I, 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 Archie, Archie. I don't know. Is Archie? Does Archie care about his scent? You think? Does he like? Does he have a little collection of bottles? He I'm puts sure there. I'm sure there's some stories where he tries different okay. colognes. There's got to be some gags there. Yeah, you yeah. know, the <laughs> too much cologne. He just he strikes me as the kind of kid that maybe he would have a bottle, but he always forgets to put it on. Well, I can think of a story where he tries one and it's like Veronica likes it, but Betty oh. hates it, and then he tries different and Betty likes and Veronica hates it, sort of thing. All right. Well, let's let's start working on our digest story pitch. <laughs> Betty, Veronica, and Archie at the Macy's counter. <laughs> It'd have to be called like Maisie's or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's this pop. He's just selling cologne now. Oh, his sad, his sad business. <laughs> so we we come back to present day and we're at camp. And again, if I just lo- the art is so good, so good. The character detail, the posing, the environment work. It's just it's just so really well executed. Yeah, definitely. And sort of right around now is where some turns take place in the story. And this is a short story. It's only about 20 pages, so we're not going to spoil it for you. Go out and buy it. But I will say that at this point in the comic, it's just nonstop action till the end. And we get, again, we get some of that wonderful art. And we get the return of a villain, which maybe I won't say, but it is a villain from mm-hmm. the Jaguar past. And we also get to see a cute cat. And then we get some cute cats. Uh, I know a cat that were like, "Are you okay, cat?" And that I will spoil that for sure. Yes, the cat is okay. <laughs> you know, we, we've we've talked a lot about these one shots and, and how much we enjoy them, but we've also talked about how hard they can be to pull off. Because for this, you know, first of all, telling a twenty page story um, is always difficult, and telling a twenty page story where you're introducing a character to a new audience is also difficult, and telling a twenty page story where you're introducing a new character. And sort of giving a new origin, but also wanting to tell a complete story rather than just something that feels like chapter zero. All that's really hard. I think Carol Brown Ahmed did a great job with the script. Because you, it's not just story info. It's not plot information. Mm -hmm. We get some character moments in here, for sure. Yeah. And we even get a, a character reveal at the end that we're like, oh, what's going on with them? Yeah. It, 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 you know, it feels like it could be a great, number one issue for an ongoing series, but it, but it doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel incomplete. It feels like a complete story has been told. I do want to mention there are some supernatural elements that come in later with the ruins, and that's some of my favorite art in the story. So, that's also and the when, colors, too. Yeah, I was going to say, when Ellie Wright really shines in those moments. It's kind of sc- scary a little. I'm a little scared. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> 
We also get a little bit of, and the colors kind of help sell the flashbacks. We get these moments of the present in the past, or even maybe we're getting, it might not necessarily be a flashback, might be the wrong word, mm-hmm. but we're getting inside Yvette's head. And we're seeing some moments kind of combining with the past and present. Yeah. And, you know, if you, like we said, we won't get into spoilies, but if you like, if you dig superhero comics like we do, I think you're going to find things that remind you of characters like Moon Knight or the Cheetah or even Dr. Fate. They're definitely playing with a lot of these kind of superhero archetypes and origin stories you've seen elsewhere. So as we said, we get to the end and we get, I'm not going to say exactly what the moment is, but we get a moment with Yvette that seems to reveal a little bit more about herself or even how she's maybe feeling about herself now that she's gone through this Jaguar experience. Oh, yeah, totally. For sure. So, Brandon, I did have a question for you about some of the dialogue in here is in Spanish, Mm -hmm. and we don't get a translation. Mm -hmm. And I wonder, do you ever look up translations in comics, or do you think it's presented in that way that it's part of the story that you don't necessarily understand? Oh, that's a great question. Um, So, I... I, My Spanish is not good. Um, I, I, I... I'm in no way, shape, or form uh, knowledgeable about the Spanish language, although I did take like three years of it in college. So I'm able sometimes to get by reading it written sometimes a little bit. But uh, generally speaking, it's kind of on a case-by-case basis uh, for me, um, whether I actually try to read it out. I, I kind of sort of when I'm reading a story, it kind of depends on how I'm feeling about what the story wants me to do. You know, does, do I feel like the story wants me to know everything that's being said here? Or do you, do I feel like the story wants me to pick it up through context? What about you? Do you have like, do you always look up translations? No, no, no. And I didn't in this one because I think it's part of it. I have though, in a, on occasion I have, but I wanted to, part of the re- reason I bring this up is have you ever read Brian K. Vaughn and Marcos Martin's, Barrier? Never. So the premise is that two people get abducted by aliens, and one of them's an English speaker, and one of them mm. speaks Spanish, and the dial- they don't understand each other, and they have to work together. Mm. And so part of the dialogue's in English, and part of the dialogue is... That's interesting. ...in Spanish, which at that moment I was like, I'm not going to... I purposely was like, I'm not going to translate it, because I think that's part of the experience yeah. that I don't understand. But I will say sometimes the translation's included yes. for you. Yeah, and you'll often see letterers will do that thing where they'll do the, uh, not brackets, but the like the greater than, less than sign with mm. the asterisks, and it'll say translated from Russian or whatever. And um, So yeah, so, you know, a lot, oftentimes, especially with Marvel and DC, you know, it'll be translated. So when it's not translated, I almost feel like I should put in the extra effort to maybe try to understand through context rather than looking it up because I feel like oftentimes there's a reason why it was not translated for me that maybe sure, I should respect. Yeah. You know? I think good storytellers, they are purposeful about this. Yeah, they know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> and in this in this case, uh, it, it, it plays a part in the story. Like yeah, the, exactly. The, the language divide. So I did want to mention this is Carol Brown Ahmed's first print RG story. Of course, we have the wonderful Big Ethel Energy, which I did want to mention. Mm-hmm. We have been talking about wanting Archie ongoings, mm-hmm. which we have announcement a little announcement about that. 
And I have to say, we have had one with Big Ethel energy. It's true. It's not Prince, which is, I guess, maybe what we were specifically mm-hmm. talking about. But I feel like I, I wouldn't. I feel like we should clarify about that. Yeah, hundred percent. Since we recently read Big Ethel energy, uh, and and enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I'm so into the experience of buying physical comics and reading, <laughs> reading the medium that way that I oftentimes forget like what exists elsewhere in other mediums. Because I think it is important to note that it's been ongoing. It's mm-hmm. one of the few non-digest sort of things mm-hmm. that's been ongoing with Archie recently. And still going strong. And we do. We should talk about that announcement. Judgment Day. <gasps> Woo! We're so excited. <laughs> A horror miniseries. Oh. Uh, did you see that Jay Lee cover? Yeah, it's so cool. The covers are great. <laughs> so cool. Yeah, well, Archie Comics officially announced that they are bringing back the miniseries. They're bringing back multi-issue uh, and they're oversized. And they're oversized. Apparently, they're like thicker cardstock, and they're kind of glossy. So, I mean, I think they're they're calling them like what, like premium event or something. They're really leaning into this idea of like premium um, issues that you're going to want to pick up and hold in your hand um, and telling longer stories. The first one being a three issue horror story by Aubrey Sederson and Megan Hutchinson. Aubrey Sederson recently did some work with Archie vs. the World, and we have Megan Hutchinson on art, who I've seen a lot of Megan's work online, but I haven't seen their a full issue, so I'm excited to see this miniseries. Yeah, and, and the story will have some time to breathe, and like we said, those covers look great, too. <laughs> well, here comes Pop with a check. He's swinging in on a vine. <laughs> He's ready for an adventure. Do you think Pop has like some sort of helmet that, that when he puts on, it turns him into a hot dog? <laughs> His hot dog powers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, Brandon, since today we were talking about adventures, do you have any comic recommendations that you would recommend for someone who's looking for a good adventure? Well, I'm going to do a recommendception, which is a recommendation <laughs> that came from a recommendation. Okay. Which is that you recently recommended to me Black Science, and I started oh. it. And it's great, so I recommend that. It's uh, if you like um, heavy uh, space-based science fiction adventure, then that's that's right up your alley. So my recommendation would be Middle West, which is more of like a Wizard of Oz kind of adventure, but mm-hmm. it's definitely got some darker themes to it. But if you're looking for an emotional family journey, I would really highly recommend Middle West. It's kind of like a portal fantasy story, right? In a way, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening again. Be sure to check out some of the other episodes that we've got up live recently. And uh, always, as always, if you like what you hear, please leave a review or a rating wherever you're listening. It helps us out. And follow us on social media, ArchieMePod, ArchieMePodcast. We're everywhere. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. I'm no Betty or Veronica, not even just-